0: Hey, hello everyone, welcome back to Mindset Explosion season number four, episode number 14. And tonight I've been joined by the lovely Jeanette Linfoot and we are gonna talk about, what are we talking about Jeanette?
1: Well, everything I think about being brave, bold and brilliant. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Brave, oh, of course, yeah, we got to get your podcast in. Brave, bold, brilliant. Uh, I love the fact you got the um, poster just behind you, and um, it's really interesting to see how well you've been doing with that as well since July. I think you're really smashing it. So, <laughs> um, but uh, I also. Uh, want to share you've got a mastermind uh, event that's coming up on tuesday uh, a free discovery session and you do a lot of mindset this is why i was so excited about getting you on and uh, today and i'm just i know we had a brief chat before we came live but that was even more interesting was, oh my god this, this could be a long show
1: <laughs> <laughs> well i am a northerner and i can chat rather a lot so you know oh, have that's right.
0: me <laughs> <laughs> life is simple when we can talk anyway so <laughs> um <laughs> Jeanette very briefly just tell us a little bit about yourself um
1: yeah where... sure yeah so uh, you can probably tell from my dulcet tones that I'm a Mancunian so I'm a northerner um so I was the youngest of three daughters actually and um so grew up in Manchester Uh, But then actually went to uni and did my economics degree and then really jumped into the travel industry for the majority of my career. So I spent 25 years in the corporate world in the travel and tourism sector. So I was running quite large travel businesses for Saga and for TUI. Um, so I was the CEO of the travel division for Saga and the MD of the emerging markets for TUI and then I jumped out about three years ago and I'm now in the entrepreneurial space so I've got a portfolio of my own businesses Um, so I am corporate turned entrepreneur Matt so yeah that's me in a a nutshell.
0: (laughs) I love it I love it so uh, it sounds like you had a, a a very very good job great career that you know gets talked into us when we're younger and it's it's, did you did you travel a lot with that job as well did you get to travel or
1: yeah I mean huge huge amount so you know I mean travel is kind of in my blood I suppose I I I just love the industry and I love to travel for my own you know my own enjoyment as well but especially when I was the heading up the emerging markets for TUI because I had my team in Beijing my team in Delhi team in Moscow Brazil so you know I would probably spend I don't know 60 to 70 percent of my time out of the UK doing business in all those parts of the world so yeah it was kind of an occupational hazard if you like but really yeah. lucky to have had the chance so yeah now I'm a little bit more grounded so I don't have a weekly commute you know uh, to uh, to Beijing anymore.
0: <laughs> Maybe just as well after this last year but uh, um, yeah. I imagine that when you took that so when you took that decision to come out of the corporate life and become an entrepreneur or work for yourself or whatever you was going through at that stage, mm-hmm. uh, I imagine that I'm just thinking of myself a little bit when I made some changes. Was that quite scary or was it like, no, I know what I'm doing?
1: Um I guess a bit of both in reality Matt because when you've done something that you you're very comfortable with and you're good at um and you actually enjoy because I was never one of these people that hated their job I always loved my my yeah, every role I've had um so in one sense any change feels slightly you know uncomfortable but I was excited about what was going to be next even though not necessarily having a fully formulated plan I think sometimes you need to almost give yourself some breathing space to get clear on what that next phase is so you know for me it was it was just such a the right time i was at maybe i was having a midlife crisis i was mid 40s i knew i had a great track record behind me in terms of what i'd done in the corporate world um but i also knew that the time was right for me to do something for myself, more freedom, choice, flexibility, um, multiple streams of income that we talk about. So it was just, the it just felt like the right time for me, Matt. But everyone is different. That's the thing.
0: Yeah, I agree with that, actually. It, 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 yeah. And at the time, I guess you just you just knew it was right. I, had it been building up or, you know, was this part of your long-term plan anyway? Or was it, it just come about and thought, you know, oh, actually, I want to make this change?
1: Um, it was just a natural, a natural pause, I would say that the when I was at Saga, the business was going through some changes. Um, I thought, actually, you know, I think the time is right for me to, to make a move. So you know, I did all of that. But what I as I say, I didn't know exactly what was going to happen next. I just actually thought, you know what, I just need a bit of space. And then I'll see how things evolve. Um, So, yeah, it was it was it wasn't an orchestrated direct plan that came after a little bit of time of working that through. But when you get that clarity about what what's next, it's great because it absolutely keeps you grounded and focused on where you're heading. So I would always encourage anyone if they're thinking about making a change, just give yourself a bit of headspace to think about what you really want in life, what's important.
0: I love that. I love the fact you said you took that bit of a so how long a gap was there before you know from leaving to right I'm doing this is it um there was
1: there was a couple of months really in reality because what happened, Matt, was I was doing a lot of mergers and acquisitions in my in my kind of corporate life, so I had a lot of contacts in the private equity world of of business. So what ended up happening when I came out of the be doing the CEO, CEO role at Saga, I then got approached by some private equity houses who were interested in buying businesses. So they said, can you help us on the deal? Um, so actually, it was almost like an evolution, if you like. So my board advisory business really started from there. But I did take some time, you know, I we... Um, My Chris, my other half, and I, we went traveling, we went backpacking around South America for three months. So, when I actually came out, I probably was away seven months of that year. But I remember working on a deal when I was in Argentina, you know, remotely with my laptop. Um, So, you you can work from anywhere. Obviously, this is pre COVID. But um, yeah, that was the sort of the evolution. And then that turned into my advisory business. And then from there, I got into property investing my mentor in business and, and the podcast as well. So I kind of, it kind of grew over time, Matt, really. So, was, which was nice.
0: No, I think that's, I think you've gave, given some great uh, advice as well there, just in your own experience, because sometimes uh, I guess we can feel like, oh, I should be doing something. I need to be doing this or this isn't right, but what can I do? But I love the fact you said, look, it, it, you know, for you, it's what worked for you, and it may work for some other people. Is that we take that step back and just give a bit mm. of headspace? Because I know I felt like that. I've I've made you know different transitions, and and there's been times when I thought, well, this isn't. I'm okay where I am, enjoying what I'm doing. I feel like there's more, but I didn't know, you know, what as such. And it's you know I've gone through these different little transitions myself. So it's it's great to hear it from yourself as well. And I think um, you obviously had the belief right. I, I, I'm stopping here. I believe something good is going to happen. And then your purpose kind of evolved from there. And I guess it's evolved even more as do you feel like you keep evolving since then?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think we're all work in progress, aren't we? Till the day we die. You know, I mean, (laughs) I just I just think that you I think when you get a little bit older, you get very you get, you're more comfortable in your own shoes, I would yeah, say. And you, you're a lot more self-aware than maybe you are in your 20s or your 30s. So I think that just naturally comes with a bit of life experience and having a few more miles on the clock. Um, but, yeah, I, I just think that we're all evolving, growing as people. If you're not working on yourself every single day to improve who you are as a person, it's not all about financial success either, just who you are as a person, um, then you're wasting wasting that opportunity, really. But um, I think things can come up when you – I'm a bit of a believer in this – when you raise your vibration and you put yourself out to the world in a certain way, sometimes funny things have a way of coming to you as opportunities – um it sounds a bit woo-woo but, <laughs> but but i do I do think if you if you're brave and just kind of give it a go all of a sudden things can evolve over time and, and you maybe you didn't start with that in mind but it's actually turned into something really great just because you gave it a go and you weren't afraid to fail
0: I love that as well I, and it's funny you're saying oh it sounds a bit woo-woo but everyone that I talk to now uh that you know, got that wealth within themselves and you know when we talk same as what you said wealth can come in many forms right and they're, they're mm-hmm. happy and doing the things they want to do they pretty much all said yeah I just put it out to the universe and probably it was something that I wouldn't have considered a long time ago but no again things just change and, and I, I, I think you're absolutely right you can look at it from the woo-woo point of view or the law of attraction or what I'm looking at is what's going to happen but it's the same thing at the end of the day I yeah these opportunities do that that you wouldn't even consider it's like new doors open it's like you open a door and there's oh actually there's I've walked through and now there's like more doors and and you can walk through each one and there's more doors (laughs) do you feel it's been very much like that
1: yeah 100% you know I mean the podcast is a great example actually Mm -hmm. so I, I started the podcast back in July last year so during lockdown and, uh, you know, I'm mentored by Rob Moore, who many people will will know, um, along with my partner, Chris, as well. And, you know, Robert said to me, oh, you know, you should think about doing a podcast. And I hadn't really thought about it, to be honest. So anyway, came up with the idea, got quite excited about it, started to sort of, you know, put myself out there with the podcast. And then never, ever anticipating what would come from that in terms of the people that I've met, the guests I've had on the show, the business opportunities that have come my way, the mentoring clients that have approached me as a result of kind of hearing me out there. So, you know, for what started off as a simple podcast has actually grown arms and legs and just become a great vehicle, really, to have, um, one, to add value for people and give back and inspire. But two, just the, the relationships that I've built have been really phenomenal that I never really thought about at the beginning, you know?
0: Yeah, it's almost like a new way network, and would you find?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, listen, if you said to someone, some random stranger, "Hey, can I just come and have a chat with you for an hour over a cup of tea and a, a, and a ginger nut?" Well, then <laughs> did the the chances of them saying yes are probably quite low. But if you say, "Hey, you know, I really like what you're doing. I, I'm I'm really impressed with your profile. I've got a podcast. I think you would be a brilliant guest. Would you be up for that?" And nine times out of 10, they say yes. You know, yes. so so it's a great vehicle for being able to engage in a meaningful way with people. And you're giving back. You're inspiring people, hopefully, who listen. And you you get to learn so much as well through the whole process. So, yeah, I'm a big believer that if you put yourself in the way of opportunity um, and give it a go, you never know where that might lead.
0: Sure. Exactly. And it's so much fun as well. So, how do you get your guests, uh, Jeanette? Do they approach you, or do you approach them, or bit both?
1: Combination, to be honest, Matt. I think when I first started out, the natural place to look was was within my network. If you like my business networks on the on the show, it's I'm very much around high performance. You know, how do you how do you get to the top of your game in business or sports or whatever the field is? So. The business aspect is obviously a core part of of the podcast. So I was lucky that over those 25 years plus in business, I know a lot of people, you know. So actually, that's where I started. And a good example is um, I'm actually interviewing a a gentleman called Johan Lundgren next week. Now, Johan is the group CEO of EasyJet. Now, I used to work with Johan at TUI <laughs> in my old days. Yeah. So we've both, we've both gone on and done different things. But because we know each other from years ago, you know, I asked Johan, would he come on? I think he'd be a really great guest. I know he will. And he said yes. Yeah. So that's just one example of my network. But then just being out and about more um, connected on social media clubhouse recently Uh, more recently has been a great way to be in a room a virtual room with people that you wouldn't normally have the chance so I'm just a little bit cheeky Matt sometimes I'll just you know I'll just send someone a message and uh, introduce myself and say hey you know I've just been in a room with you I think you look pretty cool I've got this podcast would you fancy you know coming on the podcast um a great example of that is a Monday's episode that's out tomorrow, is with a gentleman called Dodge Woodhall, And Dodge is the uh, owner and founder of the Bournemouth Sevens Festival, which is a big music and sports festival. And I met him on Clubhouse, and then he came <laughs> on as a guest. He's also the, the co-host of the Harry Redknapp Show. So brilliant guy. Yeah. Um, and he's out on tomorrow's episode. So I just think you have to have your antennae up. For really interesting people and not be afraid to be a little bit cheeky and ask in a nice way. And you know, and you can get lucky, can't you?
0: Worst thing say is no, or well, we'll just not answer you, but there's plenty, plenty of people to ask, right? I, I find exactly. fantastic. Yeah, it's fantastic. So have you, who's been your favorite guest on your podcast?
1: Oh my god, it's so hard, isn't it, to pick, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, know uh,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love you all the same. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it is very difficult to pick, but you know, I mean, I what my first episode actually was with a lady called Chris Brown, OBE. And Chris Brown was the MD of the airline at Tui. So, as a woman running an airline, that's quite unusual because it's a very male-dominated environment. So, Chris was my very first guest. So, I've got a really big soft spot for Chris Brown. Um, you know, because of, for all those reasons, and she's super inspiring. If you're as a woman in business, she's top notch. Um, I interviewed um, Rory Underwood. That was a great one. So Rory Underwood, the still holds the record for being the highest try scorer for England's Rugby Union. Right. Uh, so I had Rory on the show, but there's just so many to mention. You know, it's um, it's great. I, I I interviewed last week actually Leon Britton, who is a Premiership footballer. He played for Swansea City. So I'm getting to meet all these people, and it's just cool. Wow. That every <laughs> every every episode is a true pleasure and uh, a real privilege actually and I genuinely mean that because every single guest is fantastic
0: no I yeah I, I, I'd have to agree really because uh, I think you're right and you learn so much and it's it's I, I, like for me even when I'm listening to podcasts I think it's a it is so they, they are so inspiring and no matter what level you're at you can hear all sorts of things and they're just sometimes it might just be one thing but that one thing is just like worth so much yeah by spending that bit of time and you know listening to what they got said and it does it it connects it opens up so many things i i think that's a great thing with clubhouse i I gotta be really careful with that though because i I know i've got addicted (laughs) to it (laughs) i know they call it it. they
1: start (laughs) start calling it call it crack house don't they matt
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that, but yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, but even what what a great platform that they've come up with with there. Um and it's like podcasting but with a massive, massive difference. And then you're right, you can connect with just um there's been a couple of rooms you know, Elon Musk, Mondini did and Gary V's then when you thousands to go and hear them say hello. <laughs>
1: I know. I know. It's, it's fantastic. And who knows where it's going to lead. Right. Because I think some people are in the camp. Oh, well, you know, it's just a fad. Mm. Uh, whereas other people are going, no, it's going to be the biggest social media platform going. My views on it are you've got to be in it to win it. Right. So even if it is, it doesn't last make hay while the sun shines, right? Because it is going great guns now. And all of those connections, connections that you make um, will stay with you. And then if it is the biggest thing since sliced bread, well, aren't you going to be glad you were in early? you know so either way it's a win-win as far as I'm concerned but I just think you know just give it a go put yourself out there and see where it might lead but you, yeah you've got to put the effort in it's like anything in life mate, isn't it nothing just yeah. comes lands in your lap you know you have to uh, put the hard yards in too
0: yeah definitely and, and like you said it fat or not it doesn't matter it, it is what it is at the moment so mm. there you go I, sure. I, yeah something out, I'm sure Facebook will be competing anyway we're going off subject a bit here <laughs> <laughs> So, did so you got um you're mentoring people. Have you been? Have you always mentored, or is this something that was part of the this evolution? You know, after leaving corporate, is it some? Actually, I really want to you know mentor. And what you know, who do you mentor?
1: Yeah so so to be honest Matt I've been mentoring people for 20 odd years because mm. in all of the the roles that I've ever done in terms of my professional career um you know as part of that I've always mentored people whether it's been growing my own teams or actually supporting other people in their careers so it's something that I've done for a long long time and um, but I guess the difference now is that I thought, well, you know what? People really need help right now. Yeah. People really can benefit from having a mentor, and I know I'm good at it. I know I can add value to really help people transform their lives and their businesses. So isn't now the perfect time for me to formalize it? Mm-hmm. actually put it out there in you know in it to the world, really. and so that's what I did. And I'm absolutely loving it, you know, so for me, what's really important is that I work with people who absolutely want to transform and grow, that they are committed, fully committed to it, and they're prepared to take the action, because this is the thing, as a mentor, your role is to support, guide, give advice Sometimes give a, a cuddle when someone needs, is having a hard time. A little kick up the bum when required as well. Keep people accountable. But ultimately, it's the you're the mentee that has to take the action. So, yeah. you know, you want to make sure the people you work with are fully committed and really want that. So for me, I, you know, I love action takers. Um, and I love people with a positive mindset that want to be a better version of themselves. Um, so so the, the approach I take is slightly different maybe to some others because I try to combine the personal development side of mentoring, but also with the business consultancy side that I, I also bring to the table. So it's a great combination, really, because if someone wants me to review their business plan and their strategy or help them buy a business, I can do that. But equally, if they want me to help them work on their, you know, their vision, their purpose, their self-belief, get rid of imposter syndrome, all those side of things, I can equally do that as well. So it's a really nice combination. Um, and I guess I've just been around the block a fair bit myself, Matt. So, you know, <laughs> I think that that means I can I can hopefully have some value to add, you know, and uh, and sometimes it's it's from a, you know, some women that are maybe wanting to progress into the boardroom. You know, and it can be quite difficult sometimes. I, many times during my career, I was the only woman in the boardroom with a profit and loss account, you know. So yeah. I know what that feels like as well. Um, but, yeah, really, I work with people who really want to move themselves to that next level, um, and I absolutely can help them transform and get there. So it's a great a great thing to do. I really love it. I get no bigger pleasure than seeing someone absolutely fly in. It's, it's great to see.
0: Oh no, that's fantastic, and um, and you you're still part of a few boards anyway, aren't you? As as well, so you, you're regular in there. So it's like you've kind of left, but you're still doing it, and you're able to, you know, you're up to date, I guess, if that makes sense. That you wouldn't be,
1: yeah, yeah, you know, what? no, but it's no, but it's very valid because business moves fast, right? Things yeah. change a huge yeah. amount um, in any industry, actually. So yeah, I still sit on a number of boards. I sit on an organisation actually called the Founders Factory which is uh, was set up by a guy called Brent Hoberman. So for those that don't know, Brent Hoberman was the founder of LastMinute.com, which he sold for significant millions. So he was really at the start of the dot-com boom. Um, so he set up this organization called Founders Factory. And what it does, it brings corporate sponsors together with entrepreneurial startups. So that is fantastic because they tend to be sort of quite tech-heavy businesses, Um, very innovative software as a service business, all about innovation change, disrupting existing business models. So I love that because one, it keeps me, you know, cool and down with the kids with all the stuff that's going on. Um, And two, I can add value, you know, by helping them in terms of scaling and growing those businesses. And then of course, for the for my mentees that I work with, or people who who join me on the mastermind, they get the sort of the benefit, really, I suppose, of me also having that role um, as well. So, and then I do I do all sorts of other stuff. I am um, a big big advocate for diversity and inclusion. So I also um, do a lot of work with an organization called Every Woman, which is all about helping women really fulfil their potential in their careers and business lives. So, yeah, it's it's really nice to have this variety. Um, I'm enjoying that, to be honest, Matt, at this stage of my life. It's pretty cool.
0: I love it. I think it's so important as well at the moment because obviously there's a lot of the world has massively changed. And it, it feels, you know, it, it felt like, oh, my God, people got a lot of catching up to do. Yeah. Because sometimes it, even me, I, it, it blows my mind when I hear stuff, and I think, what? "What, really?" And my kids, like, "Oh, that's not equal. That don't make any sense." So, well then sons. <laughs> but yeah. it, it it still blows my mind to think that things aren't equal. It, I, I I can't. You can tell me stuff, and I'm like, I can't get my head around it. So, I think it's yeah. I think it's so important what it's so important what you're doing, and that you're in that environment, and like the fact you said, I was the only female in a boardroom. And I, I feel you've got so much that you can give them. The world needs waking up. That's, yeah. that's my thing. <laughs> weirdo, yeah, well,
1: yeah. I mean, listen, we've made loads of progress. We absolutely yeah. have. But you still can't get away from the fact that of the top 100 com- companies in the UK, only six of them have female CEOs. And that's mm-hmm. just, that's the biggest ones. Now, what I tend to find in the more entrepreneurial space, there is more diversity. Um, Not just gender diversity, just in general, because, you know, if I look at the world of property investing, which is one of my other businesses, actually, there's a lot of female property investors because, well, not just because, but one of the reasons is when you're when you are your own boss, you can manage to fit around other, you know, childcare responsibilities. You know, if you're looking after elderly parents, you can still run your business very, very capably around those other you know, things that that we have to have to um, also pay attention to. Whereas if you're in a big corporate job, it's not always that easy to get the flexibility that you need. So actually, you know, it's it's different in different sectors, it's different in different size of organizations, but you do get more female, quite a lot of female entrepreneurs, because they can run their businesses around their life um, and kind of set They what they want to achieve, um, you know, for their business, their careers, and and their life and their families, without having to just be constrained and fit into a certain mould. So yeah, it's it, but it's it. We're not. I'm not sort of. And you know what, Matt? It's not about men or women being better or worse. The point is, we're, we're 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 different, and that's the joy. Actually, that is the joy. Um. So it's not. I'm not a sort of one of your burn burn your bra types, but I do. I do I do really believe in fairness diversity and it's proven that the financial results are far far higher when you have a diverse board whether it's gender race sexual orientation you know so it's it's important stuff but you have to you have to really have as many people behind that as possible to really make an impact but you know we are we're getting there but more to yeah. do
0: of course do you feel that um for that to work the the uh, Like the people involved are very open-minded, is that quite important?
1: Yeah, it is. It is, and and it's important in whichever organisation I think that the you know partly the tone is set from the top. Mm. I think you you have to make it a strategic priority, whether you're a small business or a big business. You have to have it as a core part of your value structure. And I'm not I'm not necessarily pro quotas, but I think you do have to measure this stuff because. What what gets measured gets done, you know, and there are some really great examples of businesses that are massively changing the the dial on this. So, you know, if you take aviation as an example, you know, EasyJet, I mentioned earlier, you know, with Johan Lundgren, that's going to be on the podcast in, in, um, in a few weeks time. You know, EasyJet specifically said they wanted to get more female pilots. And, you know, being a pilot has historically been a very male dominated career choice. Um, so EasyJet set a very high strategic priority. They measure it. They go into schools, you know, and actually talk to girls around if you want to be a pilot, you can be. This is a choice for you that maybe, you know even five, well, probably definitely ten years ago, those conversations wouldn't have ever happened, you know? So I think it's setting the tone from the top. it's it's actually having a clear strategic priority. It's about setting goals that you can really measure against and you and also empowering everyone throughout the organization to play their part. And of course, you know, women, if we're talking about gender diversity, they also have to take responsibility themselves as well because an organisation can do so much, but, you know, there are certain traits that maybe women have that we really would benefit from, you know, sort of keeping their hand up for longer Um, and, you know, just sort of pushing themselves forward a little bit more in the right way. So, yeah, you could get me talking all night on this, Matt. I'll shut up.
0: <laughs> no, no, I, it's good. Like, oh, this is easy. I don't have to say anything. <laughs> well, thank you. No, it's so valuable. It's so valuable, everything that you're saying. And, yeah, I've been in a couple of rooms on clubhouse where I, I think you might have hosted one or you, i know you've certainly been on a, a few rooms i've heard you speak and, and you, mm. you give so much value. and i think oh my god the knowledge you got and obviously i, I i'm following on facebook and linkedin and your weekly re- business report on linkedin i love it, it, it it's <laughs> like, I say, oh, who's up who's down so <laughs> with that, um like how long does it take you to do all the research for for that because like your business knowledge is just like immense it feels
1: uh, well, you know what, if you I think if you're naturally curious about business or whatever topic, then you pick those things up throughout the week, you know, so I'll I'll see something about a certain business that's maybe, you know, having a good time or, or is bit in the doldrums. And I'll just make a note of that throughout the week, the course of the week. So I don't really notice it in one chunk of time, I just kind of keep an Evernotes folder, if you like, and I just will put in, okay, this is what's happened with that business I noticed today. But I think it helps if you're naturally curious about that kind of stuff. And also, I just think it's really important when it comes to sort of educator. I'm not an educator. I'm just just a normal person that's out there with a a natural curiosity. But I do think that, you know, if you look at kind of how kids are taught in school, there's very little business now taught or financial acumen. You know, it tends still to be very traditional um, topics, subjects. So, I, you know, I think sometimes the more we can put out to the world to be able to easily digest some of this stuff, it's going to set people up in the right way. And I think what I really love is you could be really passionate about the sector that you're in or the business that you're in. But actually, you can become quite introspective sometimes. So what I try and do by putting that, you know, that particular um, business news out that I put out on a Saturday is my my focus on that is to try and help people see what's going on outside of their normal um, periphery of vision because you can learn so much from other businesses, from other sectors, and you might think, oh, God, that's cool. I Maybe I could apply that to what I'm doing. Or, oh, I never knew that. I'm going to check that out. So that's my motivation is just really to help people see beyond their normal kind of sphere, if you like, because um, I think we can learn so much from each other.
0: I totally agree with that. I think that's one of the reasons I signed up with with Rob, uh, Rob Moore on the mastermind because I wanted, I've been on mastermind. It was, you know, martial arts business orientated and it's, you know, fantastic. I got a lot out of it. It's it's probably where, you know, I got the inspiration first of all, to do these live shows and podcasts and book, everything else. So the normal stuff, but I, I, I've, I've really enjoyed getting out of my comfort zone a little bit and getting into a master similar to what, you know, what you'd got launching now on, on Tuesday. I'm meeting People from like yourself from different sectors, and and actually, if I hadn't done that, um, I think I said to you just before come live, I don't know if I would ever considered about you know my next step what I'm doing now in terms mm. of buying some businesses uh, you know creating a portfolio with that. So it is it is so inspiring. It, it's you, you learn so much. I feel at the moment like the new kid at school. Uh, I've <laughs> only been on it what three months um, for this one, and and I like that. I both like it and don't like it, <laughs> but <laughs> I feel more like it because it, it it is inspiring, and I I can look it's like it's you know when you um you first got to seniors, so you were once you were like the the tallest in school, and now suddenly you're the smallest, and like, I don't know anything. <laughs>
1: yeah, I like
0: yeah. It. I really enjoy it, and I, I've met some great people, so I, I feel that you know that I want to come on to the the power of the mastermind, but um you know, you know, through there. But I think you're absolutely right. We we can learn so much. We don't have to be fixed, you know, within our our own sectors. We can learn so much just from, um, you know, just other people. And, And half half time if you're stuck on something, someone's been through that, Before anyway,
1: hundred percent. And this is it, you know. And you make a really interesting point, Matt. Actually, because I think growth comes on the that that sort of border of of comfort and discomfort. Mm. And and it's it's. I suppose I mean, listen, you're into your martial arts, right? it's a bit like training in the gym, isn't it? You know, if you get comfortable with a certain training schedule, you're not really stretching your muscles beyond, but it's when you actually start lifting maybe slightly heavier weights or something. And that's where, you know, you're going to take yourself to the next level of your fitness or your muscle tone or whatever. Well, the brain's exactly like that, I think, you know, and, and by stretching it and pushing yourself actually, that's where you get the progress. But does it always feel comfortable? Of course not. You know, are you going to get it right all the time? No, no way. You're going to suck at certain things, you know, but that's all right, because you're going to learn something. And and you just don't know what you're capable of. I think you have to get rid of those limiting self-beliefs and tell yourself a different story. Because when you do that, you can achieve anything anything you want in life. And I firmly believe it, 100% with all my heart. Um, But the thing is, you have to uh, get your head in the right place, believe in yourself, know where you're heading, and just take loads of action. And don't be afraid of failing because it's not failing. You're just trying stuff. And that's okay if it doesn't work out. You're going to learn something. So what? Fail fast. Just, yeah. get, just carry yeah. on.
0: <laughs> Fail often. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I think yeah, you're absolutely right. It, it, you gotta you just give it a go. And like you said, it's not fair. I think some of the things that didn't come to pass for me actually just meant I oh, no, that's not for me. Do you know what I mean? It's like I will try yes. this, but it's, it's not quite. I don't know. Maybe I'll come back to it. Some things later on. But I feel I'm on the right. I'm on the right track now. So mm-hmm. and another thing. Because, again, you got – so the master – you're doing this – is it a one-off mastermind? It's a discovery mastermind on Tuesday, 7 p.m.?
1: Yeah, so um, so it's the Brave Bold Brilliant uh, Discovery Mastermind. Uh, so, yeah, it's on Tuesday The got oh, 23rd, isn't it, on Tuesday? at 7 o'clock yeah. UK time. Um, I'm running this for free because I want to give value to people, really, to get them going with some of this stuff. As I say, you know, I, I really believe that the, the – success comes in all shapes and forms – And there isn't one route to that. It looks different for everyone. But it can be quite difficult sometimes trying to get this stuff done yourself on your own. Whereas if you if you are part of a mastermind or a mentoring program, it just means that you can have that level of support, guidance, inspiration, accountability. So the Discovery Mastermind on Tuesday is all about getting people started, really, Matt, with how they can really identify what they want to achieve. And I'll take them through my belief system. I don't want to give everything away, but a belief system that I've developed, which just keeps me really grounded and true to myself. So I'll take them through that. Um, And then, you know, obviously, I'm going to make sure that they get massive value from that session because that's important. I'm going to do a live mentoring session during it as well. So everyone that's on that can come with a business challenge opportunity or they might be grappling with some personal stuff. Ask me anything and I will be there to help you live on the mastermind itself. And then for those that want to carry on and continue their development, well, then, you know, I have a full uh, inner circle mastermind that people can join as well. Uh, So I'll take them through that as an opportunity, really, because I just think that when you start this stuff, it can get a bit addictive, can't it? Because you do, you, you know, the more you progress, the more you see yourself grow, the more you realize that there are no boundaries so why would you stop why would you stop your development no get on get on a program get a mentor join a mastermind because it's going to really make the difference um so yeah so that's what it's all about so anyone that's interested just they just need to dm me um and yeah come along all is welcome but i tell you what if you want to transform grow take yourself to the next level this is the way to do it 100%.
0: one hundred percent, and I know you're going to give so much value because on the clubhouse rooms, I was, you gave so much value. That the ones when I've seen, I've heard you talk, uh, Jeanette, you've given so much value. I, uh, I haven't mentioned it on the live. I interviewed uh, Wayne Smith, uh, I think a few months back. He's under your uh, wing. He spoke so highly of you, and he's doing you know great things. That as a, a boxer, um, you know, is the thing he's doing in the school, I got to talk about, you'll probably talk about it better than me, but um, yeah, tell us a bit more about Wayne. He spoke so highly of you. And, and I think for, for him to do what he's doing, knowing what I know of in the sector, mm-hmm. out of this world.
1: Yeah, no, Wayne is fabulous. I'm sure he won't mind us mentioning because he has sort of, you know, I will, I, the thing is, when you have a relationship with a with a mentee, it's a hundred percent confidential, right? Yeah. So I will never betray any confidences, anything that I that that we talk about in private. But um, Wayne, you know, he's doing amazing things, not only in the world of boxing and giving back to his local communities what he does with schools and kids and everything is just phenomenal. Yeah. But also for Wayne, you know, he's pivoting himself, you know, he's So he's getting into his property business. I'm helping him set that up and and really go through that in the right way at the same time as with the other two businesses that he has. So Wayne is a great example of someone that absolutely wants to um, achieve more in his life for him and his lovely family, you know, and he's just got the biggest heart possible and he's so open-minded to learning and trying new things he's an absolute delight a, a real pleasure to work with he is so um yeah big shout out to Wayne we love you Wayne
0: <laughs> hey, <weesh>. um, <laughs> so who is it for on Tuesday is it uh, does someone have to be they have to be an entrepreneur do they have to own a business like who's this master mastermind for
1: um well no I mean to be honest it's the people that really feel that they want to take themselves to the next level whatever that might be So it could be for people that are in a job and they think, I really want that promotion. You know, I've not I've not gone for it or I really, you know, I really want to have the courage to be able to to actually push myself in my career. So it could be in a job in the corporate world or, you know, they might have a business that they want to scale and grow. Or it might be for someone that, you know, just really wants to develop themselves for that, purely for themselves, be a better version of who they are today. You know, for their their families, and um, if people also sometimes, I find that a lot of a lot of people that I work with, Matt, they have an idea that's been sitting there for quite a while, and they they've got this feeling in their gut that they know they should be doing something about it, but they don't know where to start, or they haven't quite formulated that it properly. So if you're in that situation, this is a great option for doing that because, you know, the the Tuesday will give you a good kickoff. But as I say, then if you want to carry on for like a full six month program, that will take I will take you through all aspects of what you need to do to get clear on your purpose and your vision, to set your mindset in the right way with the self-belief, get rid of those limiting self-beliefs. How to get out there networking because that's a big thing. How you network effectively become a really great communicator. You know how to actually take an idea and turn it into an actionable plan, whatever it might be. Um, so we cover a whole host of, of topics. And um, obviously Tuesdays to get going. Um, and uh, you know people will walk away from Tuesday with lots of value anyway, and that's great because that's my intention. Uh, but as I say, that once you get going with these things, you you don't want to stop because you, who doesn't want to continue to improve, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. And you get um, it, it, so much can be got from a mastermind as well. And it, it does blow your mind as in and in a good way, yeah. in a good Absolutely. way. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: And, you know, and I, I guess I also, you know, I'm one of my core values, Matt, is never ask anyone to do something that you're not prepared to do yourself or you haven't already done yourself. And that has been something that stayed with me through all of my life, whether it's in my personal life or in my business life. So, you know, when it comes to mentoring masterminds, you know, I have always had, you know, mentors myself at different points in my career, I've invested in my own Personal development, hundred percent, and every single time it has catapulted me to the next level. You know, whether it was going from, you know, being a I don't know more junior in my career and getting my first promotion, or whether it was like getting into the boardroom, or whether it was where I am now. You know, actually with the entrepreneurial stuff I'm doing. You know, I'm we're mentored by Rob Moore and Mark Homer directly. To help us with our property business, so you know, I walk the walk myself with this stuff, um, for sure. But I'm very passionate about it because I just think everyone has greatness in them. You know, you just put, oh, yeah,
0: you know, <laughs> yeah. Just definitely.
1: let's let's get it out of you and get it out there and and present it to the world. Don't don't have a life full of regrets, right? You've only got one life.
0: Definitely, I I I will I totally agree with you with the the, the whole mass point because it does take you to the next level. It uh, and you yeah. make some great here's one uh manjeet uh so me and manjeet did a social media a mastermind uh last year i guess you know manjeet as well for some i do wonderful <laughs> manjeet, Thank you, manjeet. I the <laughs> comments um so there we go um yeah I, I think the connections that you make and being around for me i think it's been around like-minded people as well and yeah. open um I don't know if I heard this recently, but we are the average of um, the five people we spend the most time with. So mm. you know, sometimes we can't always control you know, certain things, but at least this way, I- I'll come out buzzing. I'm yeah. on to at the moment, and I'll come out, obviously, I think we're on the same one, but and, uh, and another one I'm on. But I'll come out buzzing from that, and I may not be able to implement everything straight away, but that is still, like, I, don't get me wrong, I love listening to a podcast. I'll get a lot from yeah. that. I love listening to an audiobook. I'll get loads from that as to as well. But nothing ever, ever, I don't think, has beat being part of a mastermind program and and mm. you know you know around great people. And and you're right, that the, um, the fact because quite clearly you'll get you, you know, you you've got your your mentorship. So it's like being on a mentorship with yourself is like you're you're climbing up and you're bringing the people with you. So it's like
1: Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a, it's a nice. Not- it's a nice way to do it actually because yeah. and all, and the other thing is you know what actually even the learning is great the accountability is absolutely critical but you know being in a sort of safe environment where you can genuinely be yourself you can talk about your worries your concerns or opportunities that you don't quite know how to go about it in a in a place where there's no judgment there's just genuine care and support That counts for a huge amount because, you know, I don't know, not not everyone is surrounded by supportive people in their life. You know, I'm really lucky. I've got an amazing partner, Chris. I've got fabulous family. You know, but sometimes um, there are people in your life that can be very close to you that maybe they don't get what you're trying to do. And maybe very often they're coming from a place of love. Nine times out of 10, it's because of genuine concern for you. But that can sometimes really put you off and it can really sort of, you know, discourage you from making those moves. And and actually to have a place to go where you do get the encouragement and the support or equally someone that's going to call you out and say, hang on a minute, maybe you're not quite doing what you should be doing here. You've been a bit lazy or what's going on is a blocker. Let's talk about it. Um, Because there are plenty of people in life that will try and knock you down. Right and 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 rubbish your ideas or put you off sometimes most of the time it's from concern but yeah. sometimes it's they're just they're just not the right people to be around you know uh,
0: wow you said that so well, wow, definitely and I, uh, yeah and i think you, you do need that and it is everyone is so supportive aren't they so it's yeah. literally uh, everyone's cheering each other on um yeah i think wow <laughs> it's a great investment. Get on, get on there Tuesday. I think I've put your email. I've I'm lost the <laughs> <room. laughs> word. Thanks, yeah. Matt. <laughs> Everyone's
1: um, welcome.
0: <laughs> and your podcast, the Brave, Bold, uh, and Brilliant, that's released every.
1: Yeah, so I do two episodes a week, Matt. So I do um, a Monday, which is always with a guest um, who's, you know, really, really either at the top of their game or has had lots of different experiences along the line, along the way, you know. So always with a really inspiring guest on a Monday. And then a Friday, I do solo content. So just a few, you know, words of advice or inspiration or things that I've been working on myself, whether it's business-related mindset or, you know, just actually trying to put value out there to help people. So yeah, two episodes a week, Mondays and Fridays. Um, and yeah, that's consistently been the case since I launched it at the end of July last year.
0: Brilliant. I love it. I, I've got so much fun this evening. I could carry on talking, <laughs> but I think we need to 45 <laughs> minutes. We need to wrap it up. Thank you so much for uh coming on stage, Matt. I really appreciate it. And I hope to to get you back on at some other point because I feel like there's just so much to talk about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I, honestly, I told you I'm a northerner. I can talk for bloody England, honestly, but I really enjoyed it, Matt. I love what you're doing with the podcast. I love what you're doing in your business and good luck with all of your new ventures as well. Very exciting.
0: Yeah, let's watch this space.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh. All good
0: stuff. All good stuff. Thank you so much. Good luck with Tuesday, uh, everyone. Uh, I know, uh, DM Jeanette. I think the emails, um, I think I put it in the copy. So, Want to find out more? Oh, how many spaces have you got for Tuesday?
1: Uh, well, I'm all right, actually. We're uh, getting fast, but because we're doing it on Zoom, actually, you know, we're, we're not oh, yeah. so restricted. So that's kind of cool. But yeah, they're going fast, they're getting.
0: Brilliant. All right. Thank you so much. Okay, everyone, enjoy the rest of your evening. And I am back next week uh, with another interview Gordon Burcham, fellow martial artist. So um, he's done some great stuff within our industry. So I look forward to seeing you all then. Peace and love always. (laughs) Bye-bye.
1: Bye.